0: Sports minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM eighty nine point three. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. Question: Haha, what makes a good coach?
1: <laughs> wow, good question. Good question. To be fair, before the recording, I was gearing up to ask you the same question, but uh-huh. I'll answer your question first. I think empathy makes a good coach. Really? I think I think anyone can learn from a book in terms of tactics, in terms yep. of what to. In part on your pupil. But okay. I think having the understanding on a personal level helps get that message through and therefore I think it's empathy.
0: Well, we wow, we two of us think very differently. A uh, good coach in my opinion is what my boxing coach always tells me. Discipline. Mm. Doing practice is what you don't want to do yet you still do it. I'm sure you've heard Mike Tyson say something similar. But uh, we've got three sports academies. This former Singaporean naval diver is making quality coaching accessible for all Singaporean students and young athletes.
1: And I think that's important because we've often talked about that sporting culture lacking overall in Singapore right and quality coaches like the one we're going to speak to brings that forward so on the line we have Ray Kwa, a former naval diver and currently coach and founder of three private sports academies Swim Ray, Triple Threat and Goal Kick. Ray it's a
2: pleasure to have you on how are you? I'm good today thank you for having me on the line
0: Ray, thanks a lot for taking the time. Uh, I suppose to start us off as a coach, you know, looking at, at how Singapore sport has been going, what do you make of uh, Singapore's uh, showing at the recently concluded Asian
2: Games? Um, I'm, I'm, I think that the Singapore performance at the recent Asian Games is actually very good. I think I'm proud of it. Um, every competition is a learning experience, and I feel that our, our athletes have actually showcased their dedication and hard work. And yeah, I, I think it's been a great showing, However, actually, um, comparing our infrastructure and resources, we can see that there's a lot of, a lot of untapped potential. Um, Singapore, we have a lot of facilities, and I feel that we can, we, we can do more to ensure that our athletes have the right training, guidance, and support to excel on such platforms.
1: I like the fact that you bring up there's a lack of there's opportunities to be tapped on, right? But to that yes. vein, what do you think about the sporting culture in Singapore overall?
2: Uh, the sporting culture in Singapore has grown over the years, but there's still room for improvement. For instance, uh, while we have world-class facilities, the mindset towards sports as a viable career or even as a passionate pursuit needs a boost. The emphasis has trad- traditionally been on academic achievements, but I believe the right push and support, we can develop a strong sporting culture that celebrates and nurtures talent. For instance, uh, I observed that countries with fewer resources like Thailand, Vietnam, have actually been excelling very good in team sports, for mm-hmm. example, their football. Um, comparatively, right, we have all the strong resources, we have very nice public spaces, but uh, we, are, we, are not doing, we are not doing as well, lah. so I feel that with the right guidance and passion, uh, we can achieve more by using all these well-equipped public place, uh, spaces for, uh, for quality coaching. Mm.
0: That's very well put, Ray. Um, I got a question for you. I, I consider myself a man of discipline. Uh, I know you definitely come from that. You as a former naval diver, what, how do you feel that that puts you in a position to help make this change, to contribute to this sporting culture change in Singapore?
2: Okay, I think my experience as a naval diver uh, helped me in the terms of the uh, in terms of empathy. Okay, so um, uh, I actually enlisted without any swimming experience, mm. so I was very bad in swimming. And I think through my journey there, I learned that um, you can actually pick up. You, you know, naval diver, the swimming is very tough. So mm. I managed to pick it up, and I feel that um, I can feel, I can definitely feel a lot of. Uh, um, people who have the talent but they may not, or people who don't even have the talent but they yeah. want to get they want to get their spot right. I can feel for them and I think that's generally how I base all my academies on. Mm. Yeah the empathy level for, for, for students. Mm. Yeah. Now,
1: now Ray, you're absolutely spot on. I've heard some horror stories about Naval Diving Unit and the training they have yeah. to go through. But talk us through about these three academies you set out to set up for better coaching to be accessible.
2: Okay. Uh firstly I started out with swim ray back in about it was my first academy about five, six years ago. So it started from my experience in the naval diving uni. I thought like uh, we, I, wanted to pro, I wanted to share with uh, the public survival swimming lessons, not just, you know, learning swimming by itself. And then the model worked very well. You know, uh, after that, we decided to actually uh, bring it to basketball, which is my, my competitive sport. I've been bringing it since nine. Wow. So I wanted to bring the same model to, 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 to basketball where, you know, we provide... Uh, coaching, quality coaching right at your doorstep. It's like mm. schools to you. You don't have to go to venues to do it. Yeah, and then thereafter, uh, the basketball also took off. We decided to port it to football because I was inspired by the recent, you know, the we were, we have not been doing very well. Yeah, and then I thought instead of criticising, why not, you know, uh, if I can bring my expertise elsewhere to to contribute to it, that's the best because if it's a national sport. Everyone is into it. Um, we we have very nice fields here. We have our void decks which is unused. <laughs> There's so much spaces to use, but you know, basketball you still have to have the rim. Uh. you still yeah. have to bring the rim, our coaches have to bring portable rims, swimming is swimming in there and swimming pool. Football you really can just it really can happen. Uh. Yeah. So I thought instead of criticizing, you know, we we have we have, I can do something about it and that's how we start to pop our our, our expertise, our model over to football also.
0: Yeah. Ray, thank you for yeah. saying that. It's 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 so humbling to hear you say the words instead of criticizing, do something about it. Uh, yeah. I got yeah. a, I got a question. I mean, how do you feel about this if I don't have the talent, can that be trained? But if I don't have the attitude, I'm a gone case.
2: Okay. Uh, I definitely believe in that. Why? Because uh, I am someone who has very little sporting talent. I consider myself extremely uncoordinated, but I'm extremely hardworking. Mm-hmm. And um, I, think, I think from my experience, I, for example, I play, for example, my experience in NDU or my experience as a basketball athlete, uh, I managed to produce, progress on to the highest level is also because of my belief in hard work. Yeah. And I believe it, it ties to the fact that your coaches must have the empathy that without talent, uh, if the player puts in the hard work, things can be achieved. And I think that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to deliver like. Like uh it's not that you put in the hard work with us, uh even if you don't have the talent we're gonna get you somewhere.
1: Yeah. Ray, that's inspiring to know. I just want to ask you, as someone who's found these academies as well as taken part in basketball since a young age, are there some skills in sport that you feel transcend the sport, right? You can use those skills in life as well.
2: Definitely. I think uh firstly it's the, it's, the, it's the endurance, the discipline, whether you, can, whether you can believe in a certain goal and work towards it. And this kind, of, this kind of mindset is actually transferable everywhere. Of course, when you talk about team sports like basketball and football, um, it's, even, it's even more you, you, get, you get to experience skills like teamwork, social mm. cohesion, um, accepting each other's weaknesses and accepting when the coach don't like you, accepting when the coach likes you. Uh, put uh, these kind of things are uh, things that you can carry to your to your to your workplace and things like that. So okay. definitely a lot of things to pick
0: up. I like yeah. I like what you just said there. Accepting when the coach doesn't like you, Ray. If you yeah. don't
2: mind, I want to put you in the spot as
0: a ex Navy diver. You definitely got a very strong mind there as well. How do you deal with that situation? Say I'm in a workplace, right, and and I okay. got a boss that doesn't like me, but I know that I bring value and talent. How mm-hmm. what would your advice be to me? How do I navigate that situation?
2: I'm going to tell you that. Uh the, the, the co- okay. Basically, if the coach doesn't, if the what if the, you're saying, you're talking about if the boss doesn't like you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If the boss doesn't like you, you have to keep persevering. You have to find a way to adapt to what the boss wants. You have to speak to the boss, you have to talk to the boss, you have to speak to them and let them and tell them, okay, is this what you need? Okay, I'm going to try. And I think most importantly is when you're not being recognized, you just have to keep going instead of complaining. I think in sports itself, uh, sports coaching, a lot of times, uh, there's a lot of, oh, I don't get my playing time.
0: Yeah. Why yeah. is
2: my coach not recognizing me? It's a very common problem, but I myself as a coach, I myself as a player, I understand that different coaches they require different things. Just like different bosses, they want different things. They may they may like you a bit more, they may not like you a bit more. But it's about provide showing the boss that hey, I'm gonna stay on track. Mm. Someday he's gonna recognize that hey, you're always there. And that opportunity is to be given to you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) Keep
0: keep walking that that straight line, that straight road that's in front of you, achieve milestone to milestone instead of running away.
1: Yeah, yes. That that term resilience comes yeah. to mind, right? you got to keep at it, especially if it's something you strongly believe in. Now, yeah. we talked about the sporting culture in Singapore. Just to bring it forward and look ahead slightly, we've now got a president who strongly believes in sport and the benefit it possesses as well. So do you think the sporting culture is set to change or improve in the future?
2: Definitely. Having a president like Mr. Taman, we, who advocates for an inclusive sporting culture, can definitely uh, drive a positive change. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel we can with really support we can expect better policies, funding, emphasis on supporting our athletes and their journey. However, I feel it's crucial to remember that cultural shifts requires collective effort. So, for example, the academies, uh, all that also has to play a role. The community, the institution, the schools—we all have to come together, it's, it's not going to happen just because of uh, you know we have a we have a we have a we have a leader that believes in it. Yeah. Like I say, I feel there's a lot of complaining, like we criticise the football, but. We 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 have to accept that in, in Singapore academic takes priority. Yeah. So we have to we have to contribute, like everyone who can contribute, we, we, we try our best to contribute.
0: I think that's what matters. Yeah, Yeah. Actually, Ray, I know this kind of goes back to one of your earlier points uh, at the start of our conversation about better equipment, better facilities, infrastructure. But I don't know, I can't help it. Where should all of this start? You say, yes, no doubt, it's about academics here in Singapore, but you think schools can maybe play, just try a little bit harder to uncover the next Fandi Ahmad or Ang Peng Xiong for that matter? Definitely,
2: definitely. For example, um, I think... um, it has to be more inclusive. You know, uh, a lot of times schools are being driven a lot by results, which okay. is normal, uh, not very normal. And the DSA program in Singapore is very competitive. Um, it, it's, it's competitive and sometimes it takes the, it takes the play out of it. Yeah. I think mean, the first thing is, we, yeah, we we got, we, got, we, got, we, got, we got to spread the play. we got yeah. to spread the play. Everyone yeah. has to feel like there's a chance to play. And for example, our national school games, uh, I don't know if you all know about it, but national school games is just a few games a year. Mm. If, and if you, are, if you are not a very strong school you get knocked out like after four games so so how much play is that?
0: Yeah, yeah Because I, guess yeah, I, and I, I and know I for a fact yeah. that naval divers also have a little bit of play that's where the camaraderie comes in Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely
1: <laughs> Now yeah. Ray, you, you spoke about schools and what they can do more I want to move the question slightly to parents I mean, in case there are parents listening in how can they prioritise sport as much as they prioritise academics or at least push the needle okay. slightly
2: Definitely. I think parents have to see sports in a different way, which is this is not for career. This is for building character. Mm. Uh. If, you see, if, you, if you see sports in that way where sports most you as a person are, the value it brings is far more than just academic. And I think that's something that a lot of parents, they don't see because we look at resume. You know, you, you need resume to get a good job. You yeah. need a good, good school to get a good university. You need good grades. But what about the character that it brings you through? Yeah. You don't have the character. How you? How, even if you get a job, even if you get even if you even get into that school, can you pull through?
1: Yes. And I think
2: that character is the thing that matters. And I think sports is a unique value. It, it provides a very unique value in that.
0: That is perfectly put. Thank you so much. We've been speaking with Ray Kwan, former naval diver, currently coach and founder of three private sports academies. They are Swim Ray, Triple Tret and Goal Kick. Thank you so much, Ray. Take care, man.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Sports minutes on Money FM eighty nine point three.